What would happen inside of us if we look at things not in context, not in comparison to other objects, but as complete in their own right? Let's talk about it. Welcome, beautiful thinkers. Let's talk about valuing what's right in front of you. So I just sat down to lunch and had some rice and chicken and I got out an avocado from the fridge and just opened up the avocado and put the whole big avocado over my plate. And I was thinking, sometimes Australians come here to Mexico and they get obsessed with avocado and people report this to me and they're like why do Australians love avocado so much it's quite arbitrary if you think about it in Australia if you buy an avocado it costs like two or three dollars for a single avocado here you probably pay one or two dollars for a kilogram and having had that scarcity in Australia these things seem more valuable and it's kind of like many years ago well you can still see in some parts of Europe and there are these sculptures of pineapples because at one stage that it was this symbol of decadence or luxury like a person had to be really rich if they could afford a pineapple this exotic fruit coming from a distant land to get it imported by sea and still somehow have it fresh when it arrives and it's funny how we value these things value these things more because they're scarce I mean it makes sense but it also well we don't have to value things just because they're scarce we can value them on their own merits and we don't have to look at the context we can look at the thing itself. When I was detained in Mexico City before they deported me from Mexico, they would serve me this food and it was not good food and textured vegetable protein and other things. It was not good. Even then I was trying to think, well, at least I have food. At least they're feeding me because this could be a lot worse. Then being in the world, even in my own kitchen, having the freedom to cook for myself, to make myself delicious food, to have that freedom to make something for myself and prepare it in the way that I like and put the extra time and attention and care to make it something special. That's something that I can appreciate and be grateful for. So that's the thing. It's kind of arbitrary just to put value on something because it's scarce. Perhaps we should, or we can, it's that opportunity, put value on something because it's ours, because it's with us in that moment 
ours to enjoy. So it's nice to be grateful for those things. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. A beautiful thought. Thanks for listening. So listening back to this recording, I wanted to add a few more notes on it because I've been reading Abraham Maslow's Toward a Psychology of Being. And he actually goes into some detail about this concept. He makes this distinction, which he calls decognition and B cognition. So D cognition stands for deficit cognition. And it's a state of being that a lot of us are in most of the time. So when we, especially when we're thinking about what is the problem with this situation? What's wrong with this here? Or maybe even how can I solve this situation? That's decognition. Uh, I'm oversimplifying a bit. Of course, he goes into detail. So if you're interested, you can read the, the chapter. <laughs> and B cognition stands for being cognition. So he says that self-actualized people tend to be in this state of being cognition more often. In a sense, we might say, again, oversimplification, self-actualized people kind of turn off their thinker or they turn off this, this part of their mind that is categorizing things and saying, well, this is just like that or this, you know, this table is just a table, something like that, putting these 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 things in our brain as if we know exactly what they are rather than looking at them as objects in in their own right just as i was talking about with the avocado example so here's one key quote from maslow in b cognition the experience or the object tends to be seen as a whole as a complete unit detached from relations from possible usefulness, and from purpose. It is seen as if it were all there was in the universe, as if it were all of being, synonymous with the universe. And he also talks about how when we're in B cognition, the object of our attention is fully attended to. Now, we might call this mindfulness. This is also very much related to certain mystic states that are described for us for example in the yoga sutras like states like dhyana and samadhi these kind of states where we might start to lose the idea of who we are while we're meditating on an object so i just wanted to add those few notes there to to making some extra distinctions Thanks again for listening and have a wonderful day.